The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus addressed this parable to them. What among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after the lost one until he finds it? And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy. And upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she does find it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found the coin that I lost. In just the same way, I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. That's what I mentioned at the beginning of this Mass. The Church celebrates today the memorial of St. Charles Borromeo, Cardinal and Archbishop of Milan. If there's one thing that stands out for me whenever I think of St. Charles Borromeo is that he was instrumental in the foundation of seminaries in the Church as a seedbed and a training ground for future priests and ministers. During his time, there was really no real structure or solid formation for the clergy, which led to a deep crisis in the pastoral and moral life of the clergy during his time. Because of the lack of formation, the priests during his time were not really able to communicate the mysteries of the faith and were just often reduced to the celebration of the sacraments. And we also heard of massive corruptions and scandals of immorality during his time. And St. Charles saw that a formal and structured formation of the candidates to the priesthood where they not only learn how to celebrate the sacraments, but most importantly, understand who they are and what they stand for was crucial to the renewal of the church at that time. Thus, because of his efforts, seminaries were born. And uh, bit interesting, if you read his biography, he became a cardinal at the age of 23. 
very young, and he, he was made the secretary of the Council of Tarent, which was one of the most important councils in the church that, that actually brought forth renewal. Seminaries were born because of him, and thanks to St. Charles' efforts and vision. But aside from his work on the foundation of seminaries, he was also known for his closeness to the poor and for his very austere lifestyle, despite coming from the nobility. It was told that during his stay in Milan as the Archbishop of Milan, the church, the local church there, was feeding 60,000 to 7,000 people a day when civil authorities already give up to address the growing poverty in the city that time. He was truly a reformer, not just in the ecclesiastical level or in the church sphere, but also in the wider civil society. St. Charles did what Jesus was trying to point out in the gospel today of finding the lost sheep, those who were relegated to the sidelines of the society because of their condition, because of poverty, and because of their status in life. Of course, there's another theological and moral level of interpretation in the gospel today of who is one who is lost. You know, not just someone who's suffering from, from the social ills, but also those who are experiencing great poverty because of, of being separated from the grace of God. As I was reflecting on the gospel today, you know, and I've said this before too, you know, it, it seems that it doesn't make sense to leave the 99 over that one sheep that was lost. It's like, if I were one of the 99, it's like, why are you going to give a lot, of, a lot of effort to leave, I mean, to look for one who probably doesn't want to be found? <laughs> you know, and, um, and we always say majority rules. You know, majority is more important. It's like 99 is more important than one. Until, you know, my spiritual director told me, he said, it's hard to understand that until you are that one who needs to be found. And God's ways is so different from ours. God's way is so different. It, it really communicates God's great love, deep love for us, that he doesn't want to lose anyone from his embrace, from his embrace. At times, there's the temptation to say, you know, I could say this to myself and say, okay, well, you know, so be it. If he doesn't want to be in the fold, so be it. But God doesn't work that way. He continues to pursue us. And what, and what happens, too, is that he doesn't just look for us and find us and say, okay, now go back. We were told that he sets the lost sheep on his shoulders. And he, experience, he experiences great joy in finding 
the lost sheep. You know, that's just one of the most powerful images, I think, of God's love for us. We don't need any kind of explanation. The, the, the most important thing is that we are back to His embrace. Let us, as the intercession of St. Charles Borromeo today, that we may also see the presence of God in each one of us, thus always seeing God's face and contemplating the face of God in one another. St. Charles Borromeo, pray for us.